This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Neve Kavanagh. And I'm Gerald Farrelly. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Welcome, 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 listener, once again on this <laughs> glorious Easter bank holiday morning to the show where a comedian and a Eurovision winner solve your problems. Yeah, and, you know, heal your hearts. Heal your life. Yeah, make you laugh or at least feel smug about somebody else. <laughs> Just know that whatever is going on in your life, there's much worse out there. Much worse. Speaking of which, right? Go on. I want to get catch up on something that happened last week. Right, this is really important. I know what this is, Nate. No. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm annoyed. No, you're Because right. I, I also have access to the Agony Rants email box. <laughs> and I saw these coming in and I just thought, I'm not engaging with these. And I really hope that Neve plays her usual card of going, oh, the mailbox. Yeah, do I have access to that? Let me yeah. have a look. <laughs> no, I was on it like it. I was on it. I was on it. Go on. Well, tell the listener. It started with Connor. Uh, Connor, who wrote to me. And then Did I had Lorraine, who actually sent me a photo. Did she? Uh-huh. And then I had Breege. I mean, there were oh, so thanks. many yeah, of so them Breege, who yeah. came basically to join with me in the joy of hanging your washing out and getting as many laundry runs Dude, done as you could. This is not, this is not what we want for our <laughs> podcast. Yes, it is. We are up, like the podcasts that we're getting compared to are like Joanne and Vogue. Yeah, but listen, you know, like, we're never going to be in the vajazzle area. You know, it's not a thing. <laughs> we're never going to discuss Is that what it. you call Vogue and Joanne, no, vajazzle? No. I, I just think, <laughs> Because know, if it is, it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, they, they're in areas that we're not. So we need to be into the laundry. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'll go with this, but this was this was not the dream. Maybe. No, it's not the dream for you, right? But actually, the the show of support in the laundry situation they they couldn't hardly get home from their walk. They had to come on and tell me how much they really identified with it. Because if you don't know what happened, if you haven't listened to last week's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> glorious episode, it is a glorious episode. It is a glorious, is a glorious episode. episode. Yeah, Neve said that one of the greatest days of her life was a day. <laughs> I didn't say that, right? I said, Neve, I okay. beg to differ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I found so upsetting. <laughs> One of the greatest days of Neve Kavanagh's life. This is a woman that has represented her country twice in the Eurovision Song Contest. But one of the greatest days in this woman's life was the day she did four loads of washing and got them all dry. Just, now, pardon me. <laughs> I, I, that, if I don't hold up my hands and say, do you know what? This is not what I expected. Let's be honest. Some recollections may vary here now, Grote. <laughs> what I meant, what, what I said was, it's a great sense of achievement to do that. I can't tell you how happy it makes it me. Indeed? Even yesterday, I had my whole bed out and uh, the duvet and everything on the line. And then I just felt like a new person getting into the bed last night. Come on. Do, do you know what's wrong with you? You have apartment envy. 
apartment envy. Yeah, because you see, in an apartment, you can't have a big straight line to put out on your sheets. <laughs> you that, that's what I want. Yeah. That, that's what I want. Living stacked up like Tupperware. All I dream about is the day <laughs> that I'll have me smalls on the line in full view of me neighbours. Amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I am clearly not alone. So I want to say to all of you laundry lovers out there and understand the joy do of not, that. Do not give them a collective noun, Neve. <laughs> this is not what we're encouraging. I mean, let's just read okay. this. Offensive no, it's not offensive. Email. Okay, this, this one's from Connor. Dear Neve and Garoge, okay. long time listener, first time emailer. I mean, the fact that they've been <laughs> listening for a long time and the first time they decided to contact us was the day we were talking about loads on a line. This is amazing. I 1000% relate to Neve's comment about the satisfaction she gets from getting multiple laundry loads. <laughs> Washed and dried on the same day. And he's gone so far as to italicise same day. I know. And he's right. There's not (laughs) many things that can bring such a sense of achievement. I beg to differ. That's because you haven't got a line. (laughs) You don't understand it. I know it's a random thing to email about. But to say I related on my walk earlier is an understatement. See? Happy washing and outdoor drying. Fingers crossed this spring summer season. Connor. And then he wrote in brackets underneath, which I feel is the sanest thing he did write. (laughs) I realised as I wrote that, that I might sound a bit unhinged. Really? No, no, it's not a thing. But maybe I won't be the only, (laughs) but maybe I won't be the only washing load freak out there. That's true. And Connie, you're not, you're so not, because here's Lorraine's. Uh, Love the pod this morning and I fully understand your joy at your PB, as in personal best. Uh, mine Jesus was, Christ. Mine was that's, two that's loads. That's a phrase that's used around the Olympics. I know, but it's the same thing. I Mine was two loads of bedding, a load of towels and finished with a load of cloth na- nappies. My life is so sad and I really don't care. Block. Block. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Breege. Breege wrote to me and she says, I totally get the excitement of four loads of washing in one day. I did three yesterday and I have two more today cleaning everything after COVID. Well, to be fair. She says she's 36, so the demographic is exactly right. 36? 36, just Your like me. Your whole life is ahead of you. Just like me, 36. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Well, if you are out there and you have something to add to this conversation, no, I on. would beg of you to just keep it to yourself. Yeah, no, 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 I want to hear it. I want I want everybody's love. She sent me a line, like, I'm, I have, I foresee that we're going to have photographs of lines of washing. <sighs> Amazing. Do you know what the saddest part about all of this is? What? Is that they no longer do the Daz Doorstep Challenge. I know. Because I swear to God, Neve, you'd have been a shoe in for that. Uh, well, I could have. Well, Do they still do it? I have no idea. You're asking me. No, but you know the way on UTV, was it UTV? It used to be on the house with some lunatic yeah. with a microphone knocking on the door. And then this woman was just like, oh yeah, wait till I show you me meldy shirts. <laughs> now, the only time I get excited about laundry, right? There is one time, and oh. that is when I use, you know, the 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 laundry machines on the forecourt. <gasps> the big ones? Yeah. I, I do that with my duvet. Yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly what I do, yeah. I go down with my duvet. Oh, my God. I sit in the car and watch, uh, you know, an episode or something. Oh, you sit in the car? I let them text me. They text you? Yeah. You can put it in and they'll text you when it's nearly finished. That is genius. I know. Go away, I love the way you casually just threw that I out know. there. I go away and do a bit of shopping. You listen, ask me anything about laundry. <laughs> so do you do you just use them for like just 
just your duvet. Just me duvet, or sometimes you know if I, you know if like. You haven't washed your clothes in about six months. Yeah. You know yeah. if the world just gets a little bit out of hand. I know. It, <laughs> it happens, it happens. You know when there's more on the floor than there is in the wardrobe? Oh my God. That's when I'm like, oh good God, oh this has to stop. I have to say that the, the joys of domesticity mm-hmm. have not eluded me this week. Oh, tell me. Because I, I remember I was talking about on the last record. Like the, on the last episode, I was talking about how I was going to go home and <gasps> clear out. That's right. I did it. Oh. I did it. And I swear to God, the place is... Why is it not on your Insta? Spick and spat. Well, I don't like, you know, I did a massive clear out, right? I got about, okay. I think, six bin liners of clothes, went to the charity shop, delighted with myself. That's impressive. What, yeah. what rule did you use? If it doesn't fit me. <laughs> <gasps> did you not do the Spark Joy thing? Very up. No, none of it spark joy. <laughs> if you're try- if you're putting on clothes to see if they're going to fit you, whether they fit you or not, <laughs> it's never going to spark joy. Because if it fits you, you're looking at it going, that's I... what it's come to. Yeah. <laughs> and if it doesn't fit you, yeah. it's what could have been. Yeah, I know. So you're just, the, the whole idea of anything sparking joy is just not going to happen, right? <laughs> so I got rid of tons of stuff. The other thing, right, and this made me think about the time that we talked about clearing out before. Yeah. And you were talking about how you had loads of ceramic pigs. Yeah, there was a lot of, it was a, you would swear I had a fetish. Well, I started to do a bit of clearing out, right, um, in the kitchen. Did you discover a theme? And I discovered a theme. Whoa. Yeah. I had six of those, you know those teapots right. that have a cup underneath them? What the hell? You know, like there's a cup and a I know the one yeah, you're talking about. They're the saddest thing in the world. Like if you give somebody a present of tea for one set. Yeah. When that did is you... a very bleak commentary on their life, I think. Did, did any of them survive? All of them. No, one of them did. I actually, a nice one. There was a very nice one. Okay. Were uh, they gifts? That did survive. It was a gift, yeah. Were they all gifts? They were all gifts. Okay. Which actually I found quite... Why? Why did? Why did people give you a teapot? For they just one? assumed I'd be on my own for me, the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think one of them might have been from an ex. My favorite one was when, because I like Chanel number no. five, and I usually get the little. There's a little three <laughs> three pack you get, and I sent a potpourri version of Chanel no, number five. No, I said to Paul, no, this is worse. Like this is worse. I sent him out one time, you know. I, I say to him, I'm out of my Chanel, so can you get me some? And you know, I get the purse size one because I quite like that. You know, so oh, you yeah. get three refills. It does me a long time. I don't wear perfume all the time. Anyway, so <laughs> he must have gone into some very keen woman uh, in the Chanel area who basically sold him a cream, a body cream instead, right? Because apparently a woman of a certain age, you know, cream works better than perfume. Does it? Indeed. Well, well. I would go back with that bottle of body lotion and I'd insert it into her. A, it's not what I asked for. And B, he actually, I mean, I love my husband dearly. And this is part of why I love him, is he actually told me that whole story. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even discover that from someone else. Yeah. He told me the woman said no, a woman of a certain him. age. <laughs> <You need to laughs> <leave him. laughs> and he saw absolutely nothing wrong in that conversation. <laughs> this isn't good. <laughs> you know, I feel like I need to get you out of this. <laughs> <laughs> you know my husband, right? <laughs> no filters. None, none, none whatsoever. whatsoever. This that's, that's shocking. I know yeah. he adores me, but the truth is he didn't really see anything wrong with that. Yeah, it was very quiet in our house for a couple of days. I can imagine. (laughs) 
Just the sound of somebody bleeding on the kitchen floor. (laughs) (laughs) And with no knowledge as to why. (laughs) No one. Uh, Neve, we have follow-ups. We have problems. Oh my God, we're just the like... The mailbag, it's, it's packed. It's week. packed, packed. It's absolutely packed. Loving we it. have a follow-up here from... um from uh, Oh yeah, the anonymous listener that was telling us about the When a Man Loves a Woman DVD. <gasps> because do you remember we weren't sure whether they were yeah. still together? Well, she says, Garot, I have an update for you and Neve. I'm the girl that got the Paris tickets in the DVD of oh, When a Man so Loves romantic. a Woman. It was so romantic. So romantic. I went on to get engaged to the guy. Of course I oh, did. Oh, bless. But unfortunately, it didn't work out. We're no longer together. I'm happily <gasps> single at the moment and I just want to give you guys an update loving the pod it makes me look forward to Mondays amazing bit sad though it's a bit sad but you know what do you think he tried too hard (laughs) (laughs) you know we women are very fickle we're very fickle about that we want the romance but at the same time we get a bit annoyed when you do it (laughs) no I think that I think that that was two people that were just very emotionally aware and they just realised no this isn't right and we're going to part amicably and do you think they unconsciously coupled uncoupled yeah I I do I'll say that again unconsciously uncoupled no, oh, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Still not getting it right. Consciously uncoupled. They consciously there you go. Me. And he's not going to edit that out. Because our, no, our, our absolutely not. Eve. It's important. It's important that the audience know that you're human. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm always surprised by people that have civilized breakups. Yeah, they're tough though, aren't they? They're tough to have. Well, I remember. I remember friends of mine broke up, mm. and I thought they'd be lifers. Now they did get back together and they are getting married. Right. Okay. But. And they uh, they had like a dinner to discuss the breakup. No, like the, the, they broke up, and then the the night that they you know one was moving out, they they had a nice dinner. Isn't that weird? I thought it was weird. Small bit of psychopath going on there. Yeah, take out the dinner and put in knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a if, standard. Break. If, I thought it was if, very civilized and very adult. If one person, if like at least one person, should be slamming a door somewhere. Absolutely. Shouldn't they? Like yeah. somewhere. Even I thought it was lovely. And I remember when they were doing it, I was like, that is so civilised. And I just, do you know what it made me question? It made me question my place in their life. I was like. <laughs> surely, surely I can't have non-drama friend friend like friends. Yeah, no, drama friends. You need Very drama strange. friends. Um, so that was our follow up. Wow, lovely. Uh, we have another one here from somebody called Ian. Okay. who says uh, hello you fab four could a crossover episode be in the works give people what they need love to you all Ian now what he did was he actually sent that to Joanne and Vogue as well oh okay so oh can you imagine the vajazzles in us <laughs> <laughs> Grode you would be so- that's gonna stick I, I swear to that god I stick. swear to god Grode that I don't even know how that demographic would work can you imagine because you and Joanne are tight, right? Okay. And then... Well, Vogue, she do, doesn't she do the parasol ads? Yeah. Well, oh, we could, oh my gosh. <laughs> you bombed. I mean, it would be I mean, very depressing, but nobody, it would be a bond. Nobody's ever paid me to do that in my laundry. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> there you go. That's what you, Yet. that's what you need to aspire to need. <laughs> you need to aspire to be somebody that's paid to do laundry. Listen. Oh, the dream. <laughs> Attention, Agni Rants listeners, I am on tour at the moment with my Glamour Hammer tour and I will be all around the country until the end of the year. This month I've got shows in Drogheda and Glore in Ennis mm-hmm. at the Crescent Concert Hall in Drogheda and we would love to see you there. Oh yeah, we really love it. And there's loads of space in both of those, by the way. I mean, <laughs> everything in March was sold out. Well, April, it's faith. a different story. Uh, so this month I will be in Ennis, 
Uh, Wexford is sold out. Listowel sold out. But I will be in Newcastle in the UK. Um, and there's a handful of tickets left for that. And I'm also in Ungreenon in Letterkenny. Oh, it's a lovely theatre, that one. It's lovely, yeah. yeah and like again, it. lots of space. Mm. <laughs> Very comfortable seats in there. Very really comfortable. You'll be able to stretch out. <laughs> You can get tickets by going to my website, GrowFairly.com, or going through the link in my bio. Mm-hmm. See you there. Bye. We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you're enjoying the show and you would like to support us, you can join Headstuff Plus. You can pledge as little as €5 euro a month, which goes towards keeping us on the air. And if you want to pledge more, you absolutely can we would love to have it uh, we will have bonus content news in the next season and we do have some very exciting things coming in with bonus content so season two when we start uh we'll have we'll have lots of news and it's exciting in return for your support uh, on headstuff plus we will give you access to special bonus content from us and all of the other shows on the headstuff podcast network uh, including this one that we're cross-promoting this week it's called fireside this is a mythology podcast in this show kevin Uh, Your fireside bard takes a story from folklore or mythology and gives it a fresh retelling and discusses the story itself and the craft, culture and history of storytelling. Whether you're a folklore fanatic or someone that just enjoys hearing a good yarn, you can always join Kevin by the fireside. Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast. Every week you'll hear tales of mythic Irish gods, Arthurian knights or Norse Vikings. There is folklore from Ireland and around the world, and even historical legends like Brian Baru and Gráinne Whale. Whether from poetry or prose, lyric or legend, if there is a good story at the heart of it, you'll find it here. I'm Kevin C. Olihan. I'm your host and fireside bard. With over 150 episodes and rising, there has never been a better time to join us by the fireside. problem okay what is okay. our problem so our first this problem here is from Fanula. it's not our real name okay okay <laughs> okay which is good because she actually can't spell it okay but, i mean that's by the by <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry Fanula. that was a very mean start and this no, is a very uh it's a very touching it is a very touching one but Fanula is definitely not your it's real name it's definitely, <laughs> i mean <laughs> She's missing, by my count, about three letters. <laughs> Mostly vowels. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of vowels. In that lot. Okay. Hi, Gerald and Eve. Want to start by saying I love the pod and find you both equally hilarious. Which, I'm going to be honest with you, Fanula, that rubbed me up the wrong way when I I know, it. because when he edits this, he makes sure that he's the more funny. <laughs> that is, Neve, can you imagine if somebody wrote in and said, Hi, Gerald and Eve. I want to say that I find you both as musically gifted as each other. Yeah, well, we you, are. N- you... <laughs> Neve, you'd turn the table over. No, I would not. Well, okay, maybe. Okay, so we're both equally <laughs> hilarious, which okay. is, I think, a compliment to you and a real slap in the face for me. Okay, try harder. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. There'll be a harder edit this week, no, without a joke. It'd be rough. It'd be like me saying, 
Neve won't get a word in this Hi. week. Tell, all that shite about washing your, your washing line, that's gone. <laughs> Hi, I'm Neve Kavanagh and you're listening to Agony Rants. That's it. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing after that. Dead air. Apart from me laughing, obviously. Uproariously. Of course. Yeah, which is the only absolutely. reason he keeps me. That's for absolutely. sure. Go on, Andrew. I have listened from the very start and it brightens up my Monday morning. Garold, I saw you in the Everyman in Cork and had the best laugh ever. I have something I would love your advice on. I'm a 32-year-old woman who came out of a four-year relationship over a year ago. He cheated. (gasps) The bastard. 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 I put myself back out there several months ago, fair play to you, and did the standard one million Tinder dates. Finally found a guy I liked. He has two children, which initially meant I was reluctant as I never saw myself dating somebody with kids. I finally decided I'm fully okay with it and I went all in. My problem is that after five months, I feel he is only half committed to it. It's all around him and his schedule. The days he has the kids, I understand, but he also prioritises hobbies such as running over me, meaning times I... S- meaning times I see him. Not a, I swear to God, not a comment on this. <laughs> <laughs> the days he has the kids... <laughs> We're going to have a grammar, a grammar podcast. We should just do a bonus episode, which is how to use a comma and a semicolon. Okay. Uh, There's nothing like a semicolon. There's nothing like a <laughs> The days he has the kids, I understand, but he also prioritises hobbies such as running over me, meaning times I see him are all on his terms. I feel like I am an afterthought for him. He also mostly never calls texts until the evening, which again makes me feel like an afterthought. He said I love you once on Valentine's night, but not since. Should I try and stick with this or move on? And how do I tell him how I am feeling? I'm aware this is very long-winded. Thanks so much. Love you both. Fanula, not my real name. Well. Well, well, well. Neve. Okay. Where do we stand? Well, I stand fairly with Fanula because I think you're right, actually. He's probably not as committed. Or maybe he's just not as aware that he's not as committed. Maybe he feels that, you know, I I know what you're doing. You're probably there being very understanding about the fact that he has other commitments in his life and all of those things. And, you know, he probably feels that that's okay then. You know, he's probably very casual. You know, to be fair, he is separated. So chances are he might have been as casual in his first relationship. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm looking at this. Do you know what? You know, you know, just before we move on from that. Oh, okay. Wouldn't that be amazing if we could just get the ex in? Like that's, that's always been like, as you get older in life, you always want to know, like, hmm, what do the exes think of this? I feel like there should be like a social network for exes. Oh, that you as can in, just put somebody in and find out who they were and just get, did you have this problem? And they go, oh yeah, yeah. You don't even talk to me. Don't even talk don't to me. Don't even talk to me. This is how I dealt with it. Yeah. <laughs> Kicked his ass out the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know, actually, funny enough, Fanula, um, after five months, I think it depends. You're 32 years of age. You probably are at a stage that you kind of want to know what. You, yeah. Because you see, my early 30s, I'd had a couple of really good relationships, but that didn't work out for various reasons. And the truth is, I wanted someone who really wanted to be with me and made choices to be with me. And don't get me wrong, they didn't have to be with me all the time. But I think if you are making more choices to be away from someone than to be with them, then you are not in that relationship. You are just visiting. And that's lovely if you're both in the same space. But if you're not, you know, that's difficult. And I think you're within your rights to say, 
you know, you don't have to be combative about it. You know, you don't have no, to be no. all, all up in this grill. You just have to say, listen, um, you know, if he can if he can fit you in between his running and stuff, uh, you know, what you do is you say to him, let's have something to eat. Maybe do it at your house or somewhere that you're not out. And you say, listen, where do you think we are? Yeah. I think I think it's a valid question. And, and I know men hate that conversation. But the truth is, it's a valid conversation after five months. It's OK. You can start it with it's OK if this is not what you want. But the point is, I need to know because I'm 32. Totally. And, you know, I'm not interested in, you know, being somebody's afterthought. I deserve better than that. Because I, <laughs> I, I have to say I've been in Vanilla's. Have you? Oh, listen, a million times. Uh, that, that's my role in all of my relationships. Are you saying you've been in I'm that? I'm the one going, oh, I hope they text. Oh, oh my God, I hope they text. Oh, oh, you know, I'll, I'll text. No, I won't. I, you know, I won't. I won't oh, so you go through that whole time. thing. And you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. You're like, I'll just put my whole life on hold now yeah. waiting for this person to text me. Yeah. And, and it's crap. And do you know why, uh, do you know what turned it around for me? Mm-hmm. When I realised that I was not telling no, the you, other person. No, exactly, because you how might I feel find about them. you might find when you say that to him, he might go, "Oh, it's okay to go deeper on this." Oh my, he might go, "Oh my god, I didn't realize I was doing that." Yeah, but you have to be prepared for the other thing, which is actually I'm only because to be fair, it, he may also be in a position that he doesn't want to get into a, a deeper relationship because he's got the kids and he might be just enjoying your company, and that's yeah. not again it either. And you know what will make a relationship last is when it I think when it occupies the same space yeah. for both of you, and you have honesty in it. Yeah, so, you should you so should you feel should, comfortable about yeah, saying you should be able to say these things mm. to him. It's around six months when you're dating somebody that that's when you you're kind yeah. of if you're in a relationship and it's coming up to six months, you're kind of expecting the state of the union. Yeah, you know, say the how, union like, dress. <laughs> How are we doing? What, are we going forward? Are we not going forward? Can we have some hecklers from the, the floors? Exactly. You know, yeah, do you want like, us to come? Because we would be good at that. Yeah, let's take a vote on whether we should proceed. Yeah, no, I think this is a good idea, actually. Yeah, no, I mean, but seriously, I kind of get it, Fanula. You're in a space, you've come out of a long-term relationship. Who knows how long he's been out of it because you haven't actually said, but he's got two kids. He's getting on with things. He might not be ready for something more. He might be enjoying you beautifully. He might even love you, but he may not want a relationship of that level and therefore yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that you know so we're, we're painting him in a bad space here but the point is well he sounds like a bollocks yeah I know but do you know what I will say right mm. and I think this is this is really important for Fanula is that if there's something bothering you you have to say it you have to say it yeah you do and if there's something bothering you it doesn't mean you're a bad person. No, it and it doesn't. doesn't mean you're needy. Like that's the one thing like mm. I'm the neediest person in the world so yeah. I am all around mm. D uh stigmatising being needy okay. because it's not it's just you're stating what you need and what's needy to one yeah. person is warm to another person no I get that I totally get that because I have this problem all the time with certain people and, and you know it's because fans. no no because I don't Fucking need the same <laughs> I don't need the same assurance for my friends because I just accept if you're my friend then you're my friend right mm. that's it I don't necessarily need the same Reassurance, yeah, you know, but some people need a little bit more reassurance, uh, you know, that you're invested. Absolutely, and and I don't think that makes it's just a different way of approaching. It doesn't mean that one's better than the other. It's just how you process. But yeah. I will say this, right? There's a little telling thing in this email that we've kind of missed Go a bit, on. and it said, "I'm a 32 year old woman who came out of a four year relationship over a year ago. He cheated." 
I'm wondering, are you feeling the fact that there's gaps in his time? Are you slightly wondering? Are you a bit, bit of paranoia, maybe? Is he not? Understandable paranoia. Yeah, no, completely. It's very hard not to bring how you've been yeah, in a yeah, relationship yeah. before into it. You you know, the best way to solve this, without a doubt, no matter what it is, is to have the conversation. And also, the other thing is, if you're coming into a relationship mm. with somebody who's been cheated on, there is a certain amount of responsibility that the other person has yeah. for that baggage. Like, you, you know, like his baggage is he's got two kids. Yeah. And Do you know what I mean? You're making allowances for his kids. So he has to make allowances for the fact that you maybe weren't treated that well in your last relationship. Don't give yourself a hard time no. on this, Fanula, because th- I, I think that th- that needy thing, and I'm, I'm using inverted commas. Yeah. It, you know, it, we kind of feel ashamed of that a little bit. Yeah, but you, but, but you're, mean you are you're entitled not, to want yeah. to text first thing in the morning. Exactly. You're entitled. You're entitled to have your needs met as well as, you know, it's okay to actually say this is not enough. Yeah. And the thing about it is he might go, well, that's all I have. So you then have a decision to make. The problem is there's probably 10 different conversations going on between the two of you and neither of you are having the right one. I, I guess if you look at a day where you were quite frustrated. Yeah. If you look at that and go, what would have made me less frustrated? Because do you know what? I do this sometimes. Oh, God. And for different reasons now. But sometimes if I have a day where I'm absolutely demented <laughs> from morning till night. <laughs> very few and far between, I'll have you now. Yeah. But when I have one, I always say, well, what would, What's what would have made this better? And do you know what? It's usually not the thing I think it would. Yeah. yeah, and I and I guarantee you, you're directing the majority of your frustration at the wrong place. Yeah, but I don't care about that. No. That's their problem. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But it's it's and I remember somebody telling me to do it, and I thought that's that's interesting. It sounds like a lot of shite, but I'll give it a go. And then when I did, I thought, oh. So can can you give us any examples, or will it tell too much about your life? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just like when you're having a stressy day, okay. and you're like, "Oh God, if they just replied about this email, or if it, yeah, you know." And then you're like, "No, actually, it's not that at all." Okay. The last time it happened, it was me ASOS delivery. Now, oh either. well, well, <laughs> I have a very turbulent relationship with ASOS because the, they delivered to the wrong apartment. They anyway, and I was like, "God Almighty, if I could just fix this!" But it wasn't that wasn't the problem at all. No. But I was demented and the clothes didn't fit me and I sent them back. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But what I'm saying is, have a look. Like if you have a day where you're just like, oh God, this is driving me around the bend. Mm. Just have a look and go, like maybe if he texted you in the morning, would you have felt better? Or maybe if he he hadn't said, I'm going to go for a run this evening. But you know what the thing about it is though? It is your responsibility to say, Oh, don't go for a run tonight. Come over. But it is your responsibility to bring it up. And and you should bring it up. Uh, do you know what I would say as well? What? This is another great one about relationships. I remember somebody saying to me, is have you had an argument? Like, have you had one of those? And you haven't resolved Will it. you come over? No, I want to go for a run. But, okay. Like, have you had, like, have you rubbed each other up the wrong way? Because I think if you're... Sometimes it's at the root of it. If yeah. you don't rub, rub each other up the wrong way, Someone's given in. Yeah, the other thing is, if you're not expressing it, yeah, he he's not to blame. If you know, let's be honest, if you, maybe he feels you're not as invested because you're not. Yeah, exactly. And I think at in. five or six months in, if you haven't had one of those where you're kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh come on. Okay, fair enough. Right, Grant, talk to you tomorrow. If you haven't had one of them, mm-hmm. 
somebody's given in. I know. And if you're given in, you'll, that leads to resentment, I think. Well, if she says, I said, he said, I love you once. So on Valentine's night, so that's what, six, eight weeks ago? Yeah. Doesn't, maybe he feels that's all he needs to say. Yeah, some people it's a big journey. I mean, I tell everyone I love them. Immediately. Just have the conversation. It's I a think conversation. It's a, and I urge you not to have it when you're angry. No. Although there's a lovely moment when you have a big row. But if that comes out of nowhere for him, he'll be really side, you know, it, blindsided by it. It's not fair in one way to have a very sincere conversation. Now, mind you, if no, things haven't changed after that, sling his hook. But the other thing I will say is <laughs> before you have that conversation, you need to have it 20 minutes alone with yourself where you go to decide what, what it is do you I want. want here? Yeah, yeah, that's a real strong oh because Because if you don't if you don't know what you want, like that's, you don't know what you're fighting for. That's impressive. I know, yeah. Look at you all sensible. I swear to God. It's man. normally a wheelie bin through the door. What's going on? Things have changed. Yeah, look, well the key is kids, you can't I know. But not all the time. <sighs> yeah, not all the time. What's this other what's the other one doing in this? What other one? The X. Oh, I don't know. She probably I've got to be honest with you. She doesn't want to date the ex, I don't think. No. If somebody said to me, oh, I'm not coming over because I'm going to go for a run, I'd be like, you jog on, son. Mm. Good luck. You could run over here. Well, I'll give you a workout. <laughs> Listen, Maybe Vanilla. You need to sex it up, Vanilla. Have a conversation. Send them photographs first thing in the morning. Oh, lads. What would you do with this if you were here? Yeah. <laughs> Vanilla, I hope it works. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, yeah. uh, no, seriously, I, I only wish you well, Vanilla. You're out of a long-term relationship. You've clearly taken some time for yourself. Maybe, you know, because you've, you've waited yeah, a and year. Don't prejudge. Don't prejudge this situation. No, because it might turn out really lovely. And, yeah. and, and we want the follow-up regardless. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, completely. We're, we're invested now. And, right? and as your, your nana might have said, if he's for you, he won't pass you. We have a second problem. Oh, a second problem. Which one is this now? Tell um, me, and whatever one it. you want. Oh, lad! You knock yourself out. Okay, let's just. Uh, okay, we'll start with this one then. Hi, Groot, long time listener and first time writer. I love the show, and I'm a huge fan of Neves. There you go. In your eyes is top notch song, and I'm always glad when I hear you bullying her into recording new music. <laughs> okay, well, now, well, now for all of <laughs> now for all of the good that's done. Shh, you know, you know what's coming, right? Okay. Neve, pause. Okay. Pause, pause on the button. We have not discussed the fact that Neve Cabinet is taking over Instagram. I am going to try. This week. I am going to try. To be fair, it, it's an argument we've had for a long time. So if you were listening to this on the day of release, which is Monday, right? Yes. It may not be, it may be Tuesday because it's a bank holiday. Mm-hmm. Neve will have already posted four songs. No, two. Two songs. Two songs Today on my third. videos. She's putting a Eurovision song a day up until the 15th of May, which is her 30th anniversary of winning the Eurovision Song Contest for Ireland with In Your Eyes. Yes, and they're all from the year leading up to it. So in other words, okay. I'm starting in 1956. 1956. A lot of shite at the top. Yeah, there'll be some good A lot ones. of farting. <laughs> a lot of farting. <laughs> a lot of Dutch a lot of Dutch she's learned a lot of, you know she's learned a lot of Swedish lyrics I'm like oh no my gosh it's very informal don't be looking for the orchestra but I'm loving the fact that and I'm hoping that people kind of get it it's kind of a thank you to the Eurovision fans to be fair but also people who love Eurovision and more importantly so that I get into the habit of posting every day <laughs> every single day she's going to post every single day from now on no more messing 
This is, this is what Agony Rants is supposed to do. I know. So to elevate you up to the throne of whatever. <laughs> the throne of, of whatever. The throne of whatever. <laughs> it's what I've I, always I, wanted. I, I mean, it's not, I don't think you're just a Eurovision queen. I you're think right. you're a, a, a queen queen. A queen. I mean, not a not a not a gay queen, <laughs> but well, actually, a gay queen. <laughs> I, I, um, I am the queen of the gays. Queen of the gays. Or, well, not the queen. One of many. One of many. Yeah. Okay. Let's be honest. But you, you like your queens. To be I, <laughs> <laughs> but if you are out there, you're listening to Agony Rants and you're enjoying it, and you're not following Eve Cavan on Instagram. I mean, it, there's been nothing up to now. I mean, why would you? Be? To be fair. Why would you? <laughs> But all that's going to change. So give her a follow at Neve Cavanagh ninety three. And I just, I just want to say, you know, no qualifiers. Don't explain yourself. No, I just want to say, you will see me doing stuff. So I'm not going to pretty myself up. The first one I made an effort, right? After that, it's whatever I'm in in the day. Please. Yeah. So no, some days I might be pretty. No, you have to make an effort, Emmy. No. Come on, glitz, no. Glam. I live my life. I'm going to do one with my laundry yeah, one day. But throw on a bit of chapstick. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> I don't always wear makeup, you know. I know, yeah. You you look good on natural. Oh, okay. Okay, we're going back to this one. So anyway, yes. Uh, so it says, I have two children under the age of five and they are a handful. But the first one will be going to school this year. So I feel like it is going to start getting easier. We have talked about how we don't want to have any more children and are in agreement that we are done. Oh, I know where this is the going. The shop is closed. Okay, so I would like a permanent solution to this <laughs> and would like to chat to my husband about getting a vasectomy. Oh my gosh. But I find it hard to bring it up with him. We are usually good at opening up to each other, but this is a tough one for me to bring up. I'd love to know your thoughts on this and I appreciate it. It might be a bit delicate for you, Garode. Uh Thanks. And she says her name, but she says, please don't say my name. <laughs> But, you know, she writes her name. <laughs> she does write her name. She, tell, she tells us her name. Well. I think uh, <laughs> she has done her bit. Yes. You've had two kids. I bet you she's been on birth control before that. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you have two kids and you don't want any more, you are like, <laughs> it's belt and braces. <laughs> like, <laughs> I said this mask and tape is in use. <laughs> But like, <laughs> like the, the, the shop is shut. Yeah. So I think you absolutely should bring this up with them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen men not wanting to neuter their dogs because they feel it's nearly a personal thing. <laughs> they, yeah. There's, mean, they're, you're very protective of your bits. Well, it's just so <laughs> painful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, really? After you bought... After you've had a child, you I know, come and yeah, have yeah. that conversation. I mean, fair enough, fair enough. Not to mention the fact that it's nearly always down to us to to do the controlling of the situation. And I'm going to say this 100%. There's only one thing my dad used to say this to me years ago. He says, the second you're having sex, you're <laughs> planning to have children. Because quite frankly, there's nothing that's 100% foolproof, not even vasectomies. Yeah, that yeah. is true. So, but I think you're within your rights to have this conversation because you've had all the physicality of having children and probably going through birth control because we're nearly always the ones who have to be doing the the pill and the whole shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. You're in the rights to go and say, right, it's your turn now. What are you going to do? I think, right. Mm. I think it's okay for her to ask. Yeah. Oh, no, but she can't I demand think, it. Yeah, she can't demand it. No. But what I think she should do is she should... When he's asleep. No, <laughs> no, no. She, she, she should have a two-part conversation. Okay. And the first part is, I think, 
that it would be best for us mm. if you did this. Mm-hmm. But I would say that what she should stipulate in that is I don't want your answer now. Yeah, take some time. To discuss, I don't want to discuss this now. I'm just saying this is what I would like. Mm-hmm. And give them time to mull this over. Because if somebody was to say to you, I want you to do this, and they go, okay, yes. And then all of a sudden the next day they're like, okay, well, can we book this? When are we getting this done? You know. Yeah, give us some space here. You have to get used to the idea. I guess he has to do a bit of research and what it means in with regard to, you know, <laughs> surgery, pain, all yes. of that. And my understanding is, because I have had a little Google, oh. is there isn't a lot of that. No, there really isn't. No, it's actually quite a simple thing. Quite often the hardest thing about it is the fact that they have to come to terms with the fact that this is happening. Yeah. Right. And it's it feels like they're being emasculated, but they're not. No. I actually think it's quite a manly thing to do. I think I it's... I mean, it's, you're taking control of your own Magnificent. Fertility. I will say that because women have to do it all the time. All the time. And, pe- and men don't make a big fuss about that. The fact that we alter ourselves hormonally in order to be in birth control, no man ever takes that into consideration. If I said to you, you had to take a pill every day to make sure that such and such didn't happen, it's not a joyride to be on birth control. <laughs> it is not. I actually think that that's actually the point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that there can be a joyride. Okay, you think that. But I will say this, very, very important to understand that although they are r- largely successful, um, yeah. they're not 100% successful. And they are. they can be reversible. The thing about it is, right, if he comes back to you and says, no, you need to try the hard ball approach, right? Oh, as opposed so to the, if he comes back as, as says, opposed to the tied ball <laughs> That'll be additive. <laughs> no, I'm going to leave that in. That's great, Neve. I think, I think that if he says no, I think I'd give it to go with the hard ball approach. Yeah. It can be the doctor can do it or I can do it. <laughs> Now, there you are. I was there. waiting for you to commit with something like that. It, you know, it's a real yeah, tough throw question. Throw the cucumber on the table and lap the top off it and just walk away. <laughs> I think at the bottom of this is that both of you have made this decision. You're married to him. You have two children with him. Believe me, you've gone through the gubbins anyway. This is an easy conversation. Easier than you're making it. So, so I would say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I think. I think you need to take out your responsibility and let him deal with it. But absolutely Garoda's is right let him have a bit of time to process it you know suggest it maybe have some paraphernalia <laughs> a well placed leaflet oh well placed well leaflet, leaflet. you know how right I love leaf. one of them but yeah. you know but what I'm saying is it's it's an informed conversation between the two of you if he has a real problem with it then you have to say to him well what do you suggest and if he comes back and says you go on birth control and says so I have to alter my body but you're not altering yours and I yeah. think I think that's a fair conversation it's because an, it's a very fair conversation. You know, I think you know. I think go into it yeah. with, you know, like you said, a leaflet or yeah. <laughs> some information. Some information, just some information. Some information, because I think a lot of men are and afraid. Also, don't go in with the like. Well, Sinead's husband no. got one done, and no, 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 no. that's no, not no. it because that will just make him. So many I mean, things. he probably hates Sinead anyway, but so. that'll just make him hate her more. <laughs> and then look at her husband in a very bad way. No, you know that they, they don't want they don't want you discussing this with your friends despite the fact that they already know you do, you know, but but you really do 
have to have that conversation. And it's not one that you should be embarrassed about or upset about, and neither should he. But no. don't do not do it when you're angry or you're stressed or you're cross. And I appreciate when you've two kids under five, there's a very small window where that's not happening. Exactly. <laughs> so just take a bit of time when the two of you are together and say, look, you know, we love our kids. We're happy where we are. We need to look at something now because, yeah. because you know, Otherwise, either that you know or we're never going to have sex ever you again. close that shop. Oh. <laughs> Nothing makes somebody amenable more proactive hunger. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying to know where this goes. I know. <laughs> I don't know if that's been in any help for you. Um, and, you know, it's not that we weren't taking that seriously. I think there was some serious comments in there. I have to say, I think we're doing very well with the advice. I think so. Yeah. And also, we have to let our listener know that there is going to be a second advice show <gasps> coming yes. for our Heads Up Plus listeners. But nothing about that now. Oh. That's not for now. Oh. It's coming soon. Yes. And it's uh, it's exciting. It is exciting. We started work on it already. I know. And it's going to, I'd say, about four weeks. Yeah, it was my suggestion. <sighs> you always need a suggestion. I know, I know, I know. Neve, I think we've helped. <gasps> I hope so. Yes. I think, um, enjoy the rest of your bank holiday Monday. Yeah, and it certainly helped me seeing you. It's been... Thank you. <laughs> it's been wonderful to chat to you. And agonyrants at gmail.com if yep. you want to get in touch. We want your problems. We want your Story, comments. Stories. Your stories. Follow-ups. Yes, we want them all. Send them through. Compliments. Um, <laughs> compliments, me. Yeah. Exactly. Rate. Review. Oh, rate Tell review. everyone how brilliant we are. Yeah. Get us out into the world. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's been lovely to talk to you. We'll chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.